dear friend. Thank you for tuning in and welcome to Faith FM Draft Time. Welcome to Big Q&A. This is the program where we respond to difficult questions concerning God, faith, contemporary religion and the Bible. Well, this is the program where we look at world's religious trends in the light of Bible prophecy. Now, you are listening to Fabiano Nyonghuru, currently ministering here in South Australia at both Melrose Park Seventh-day Adventist Churches as well as Sana Seventh-day Adventist Church Company in Devon Park. And welcome to Faith FM. And I'm so delighted that uh, you've uh, chosen to be on this station. And if you stumbled on this station, hey, you are in the right place. And I'm glad that I can spend the next hour with you, our dear listener, wherever you are, whether it be in South Australia, Victoria, New South Wales, Queensland, Northern Territory, hey, uh, the ACT, as well as WA, all the way, uh, you know, to the furthest of the earth, if I could put it that way. Hey, I'm glad that you have tuned in. And wherever you might be listening from uh, all around the world, we would love to hear from you. In fact, here at Faith FM, we've got a number uh, which you could use anytime to send us a, a question, a prayer request, uh, or even if you just want to say hi. And being honest with you, actually, sometimes it, could feel, it can feel a little bit lonely. And so when we hear from you, truly, we are blessed and we are thankful. And that number is 04888. 80811. Hopefully that's memorable and hopefully I've put it in a way that sounds like music to your ears. 04888080811. Our theme for this week uh, has been Is Faith More Than a Crutch? For the week. That has been the theme of which we have been exploring. My friends uh, who have started up uh, on Monday have been exploring, you know, bit by bit under this theme and today we are taking this further with the following question. How did faith function in the ministry of Christ? So that will be the question of which we'll be uh, discussing. And I'm glad and I'm thankful that I have my good friend, Pastor Hugh Hinnon, because uh, for those who have uh, been listening to Faith FM uh, Draft Time program, they know and they can appreciate uh, that Pastor Hugh uh, uh, tends to uh, bring some light to, you know, bring light or uh, uh, help us understand some of these questions and uh, not just uh, from a, um, uh, from an intellectual uh, uh, point of view, but but more so from a biblical point of view. And that is what we are all about here at Faith FM. We want to wrestle with these questions and ask what the Bible has to say, because we believe that the Bible is truth. And so, my friend, I am glad that I have Pastor Hugh Hinnon. How are you, Pastor Hugh? Oh, I'm very well. Well, there you go. Oh, hold on. Try now. Oh, hi there, Fabiano. It's great to be with you. <laughs> Three times. Uh, That's yeah, it. And you're in. <laughs> hey, great to be with you, Fabiano. It's great to be with our listeners as well. And, Wonderful. of course, really important, uh, like you've said, to be uh, to be led by the truth, because mm. the truth shall set us free. Amen. That's mm. right. That's right. And so, friends, uh, for those who have uh, wondered uh, how we could actually uh, maybe uh, again get some more of Faith FM, actually you can uh, jump on Google and uh, or in your browser, web browser, whichever you might use, and just search for faithfm.com.au and you find us uh, there, uh, and you find all the other stations around the country as well. Uh, but 
even more these days hey we live in in an ever changing world so on your smartphone yes on your smartphone wherever you may be should the station not be uh i guess uh, connecting uh, properly with your radio you can actually have uh, download a faith fm app and use that and you'll be able to tune in live uh, interact and even set some reminders there you go and so we're thankful once again let me just open up with the with, with a story um i guess we could call it a story about a report that i was reading from religion unplugged now i subscribe to apple news and i have uh, a number of magazines that i have uh, uh you know um bookmarked and this is one of those religion unplugged and this title caught my attention ai the rise of religious nuns and the artifice 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 how would you say that artifice Either way, really, uh, artifice. Artifice. There you go. All intelligence. (laughs) (laughs) There you go. And (laughs) this was published by Michael Metzger. So personally, I I prefer artichokes. Artichokes. All right. (laughs) (laughs) Of course, right (laughs) now. Yeah, that's right. Hey, uh, I can join you there, actually. Uh, Yeah. So this is what uh, this uh, author actually has written. Uh, And I'll read a bit of it. And. I'll get Pastor Hugh to comment a bit on this just to see what he thinks. Uh, you probably heard about chat GPT. So this is what the author really is talking about. And this is what he says. Every day, it seems there's another article on artificial intelligence uh, technologies. I've been reading about chat GPT. Uh, it uses machine learning to find patterns of patterns in training data, mostly written by humans to produce human-sounding prose in response to prompts. Uh, I recently experienced this uh, second-hand from our son, Stephen, he says. Stephen recently turned 36. He's a public high school teacher, loves his kids, they love him. A few weeks ago, he emailed ChatGPT asking it to recommend uh, charitable projects that uh, this National Honor Society students could organize in school. Stephen told me that uh, that he received a reply in 15 seconds. That's quick. Uh, it was nearly laid out memo featuring eight ideas, all sounding like they were written by an intelligent human being. <laughs> What's so bad about that? Nothing. Unless you're a dinosaur. C.S. Lewis introduced himself as one of uh, one in his uh, inaugural lecture at Cambridge in 1954. He meant he was a native of the medieval world, an age that he felt was becoming extinct uh, as dinosaurs had long had had long ago. Because of this, Lewis recognized the Middle Ages uh, defined uh, the Middle Ages defined intelligence and artificial uh, uh, differently than most do today. Now. I could go on, but this paragraph here caught my attention, and this is why I'm sharing this. It says, the term intelligence comes from the Latin intellectus, meaning uh, to comprehend or perceive. In the Middle Ages, it was, underst- it was understanding in which truth offers itself like a landscape. Now, this is important. Uh, a genuine truth unfolds naturally, gradually over days, weeks, months, even years. The truth must dazzle gradually or every man be blind. Blind to what? <laughs> to God as the source of wisdom and understanding in which truth offers itself gradually through contemplation. Now, friends, 
truth is important in this uh, day and age, especially uh, now that more people are becoming skeptical and now that, yes, machine learning is replacing, um, well, how can we put it, seeking or attempting to replace uh, the human space and experience uh, in offering uh, answers and things. Uh, so that is the day and age in which we're living. And so, um, yeah, today Christians um, uh, are having to, I guess, think about, yeah, how we can best share with those who are, I guess, are becoming less uh, religious and how can we share profound truths um, and uh, how can we actually help them understand more about God. Obviously, we come back to Scripture, but it seems like that, you know, chat GPT and other artificial uh, 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 systems are wanting to kind of challenge this, but or not challenge as in the, the, the God as a source, but but this uh, this avenue of which we seek to find truth uh, and wisdom and so forth. So, Pastor Jew, on this point, considering that we are talking about faith today, uh, and faith, I believe, must uh, spring from um, uh, the understanding that there is uh, actually one that can be trusted, one who is truthful, and so forth. How do we understand now this? Uh, maybe let me ask you a question. What are your reflection on this article as we contemplate about faith today? Well, if there's one thing that can be uh, trusted, uh, that is that, uh, Fabiano, you will come out with something amazing to begin our program <laughs> with that will seemingly to me to be a left field, but which I'll soon discover is right center of right. everything we need to discuss. Okay. And, you know, I have to say, uh, this is an amazing article that you've just read out to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, from what I've heard you say, it sounds to me, and it's just a, I guess, an off-the-cuff reflection, yeah. as per usual, right, right. <laughs> is that, uh, yeah. that really it is uh, important to note that true Truth and trust, uh, or sorry, rather truth is the the focus uh, there at at the beginning. Truth is something which does not happen instantaneously. It Mm. does happen over time, or at least it's apprehended and comprehended uh, gradually. Uh, Not like you you were reading out there, a really great quote, um, dazzlingly all at once. Mm. Uh, But uh, it, it needs to be tested, examined, tried. Uh, and then gradually over and over time, like that old saying, TNT, trusted yeah. and true, yeah. you'll get to know that this really is the truth. You know, I, I think about things like chat GPT and I, I, I think about it as someone who hasn't practically had any interaction with it yet. Yeah. Uh, I, I, that's, that's a, a little, uh, admission there <laughs> from me. Uh, maybe I'm the dinosaur in that article. Uh, but that being said, uh-huh. uh, uh, it's important to note that, that, uh, that with ChatGPT, with other AI, <clears throat> yeah. someone has to program it. Mm. Do you trust that person? Right. Do you trust right, that bevy right. of people? Do do you uh, do you know who are the engineers and so on who are behind mm. of it? Uh, and, uh, and and you know, uh, truth is not impersonal. Yeah. Truth is something which is not just conceptual. It needs to be personally right. uh, accepted uh, into one's life, and it it happens. Uh, as we factually and objectively understand things, but uh-huh. also as we subjectively know that and practically and experientially know that these things are true. Right, uh, right. And that's best apprehended through relationship. Mm. It's really hard to have a, a true in-depth relationship with a with a thing that doesn't have any consciousness. Yes. Uh, <clears throat> this is the wonder of Christianity, that we mm. have one who is not only the truth teller, the truth giver, the truth teacher, but he is the one who is the way, the truth, and the life. He wow. is the truth yeah. itself. Right. He's the originator of truth. And yet he is a person, he is a being. Uh, this is holistic truth in every which way you could look at it. Yes. Um, something else I might add to that is that with ChatGPT, uh-huh. my understanding is that that this is uh, it will it will go straight to something, uh, and it will it will 
determine, curate for you what is the answer. And it, yeah. it may not actually have it 100% right. right. It may not fully comprehend all that goes with that. Mm. But it goes to that and it speaks with utmost confidence that <laughs> this is the truth. Exactly. Uh, but it may not actually be. It yeah. may have missed nuances and so on. Mm. Uh, and uh, so we need to be aware of that, I think. It's really important to, to, to understand that truth um, <clears throat> is not uh, – is not an instant soundbite. Uh, truth uh, is not like uh, uh, like sounds uh, or, or words that are more like sounds rather right. than words with meaning and depth. Right. Yeah. So I think it's important for us to to, to note that. Hmm. Uh, and I would I would suggest that that truth is more than just figures, illustrations, uh, more than just uh, statistics or numbers. <laughs> Uh, or uh, one, uh, one. Uh, what's, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, <laughs> That's all right. Uh, uh, one uh, source that is uh, not one, one, one human-based source that has come right. through uh, uh, machine learning right. that is uh, certainly not in any way uh, uh, beyond dispute. Mm. Uh, and so th- it's really important for us to have a holistic understanding, a complete yeah, understanding man. of what truth is all about. And, and yeah. that's what truly sets us free. That's so right. I think uh, it's really important for us to, to find truth in its, in its origins and its completeness. Uh-huh. Uh, and that's what we find in God through Christ. Amen. Amen. I praise God. And yes, and obviously once you have uh, truth, once you have obviously, uh, um, you know, that Understanding, I guess, that uh, develops over time as you get to learn uh, learn more about God. Obviously, that builds your faith. Uh, and and I wanted to then, I guess, pick on that and say, hey, let's explore now this uh, 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 concept of faith. Uh, and uh, uh, because truly, you know, the question that we need to be answering is how did faith, how yeah how did faith function in the ministry of Christ but i thought hey that's important to start with that because that helps us i guess understand how we arrive to even knowing about you know the truth about god and then have the confidence and you know and 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 put the trust in god and then have the faith um so hopefully our listeners have been able to understand why that was so important uh, to even i guess um um think about as we come to this uh, idea of uh, faith and mm. look into how we functioned uh, in the life of Christ. Yeah. yeah, and I think it's also true to say that uh, with artificial intelligence, with machine learning and so on, uh, like we said before, it, it needs to be programmed by right. someone or a group of individuals. And, you know, embarrassingly, perhaps more so for those who, who are involved in the programming of certain different types of AI in recent times, yeah. um, human biases and prejudices mm. have really surfaced up and through some of these uh, uh, yeah. AI. Yeah. And, uh, for example, uh, biases against certain um, uh, races or certain ethnicities or, right. or genders. Uh, and yeah. <laughs> that, that tells you something. That tells exactly. you that machine learning yes. is no substitute for truth that mm. is imbued yes. with dignity, right. with deep respect yeah. For, yeah. for one another. And that upholds, I guess, the sacredness of the value of each human life with which it interacts. That's right. Uh, there is a lack of sensitivity, perhaps, that exists there. And, yeah. and so uh, the, the wonderful thing with Jesus is that there is no lack uh-huh. of... Um, uh, sacred worth right. that that he apportions yes. to each one of those whom originally he created mm. uh, and then became a part of creation with. And so he he has great um, 
uh, love for each person that he interacts with. When he speaks the truth, he speaks it in love, not just Amen. factually, hmm. not just intellectually, but lovingly. Uh, that's right. And that's the kind of truth that I want to find myself wrapped around in uh, and, and embraced by. Uh, and so uh, that, that's perhaps another aspect of, of what truth is about. Truth right. uh, is not just a cold logic. Mm. Yeah, mm. Truth brings joy, excitement, and new life. Wonderful. And, and that's what we find in Christ who is the truth. Amen. Well, let's pray uh, and ask then uh, that God will lead us and guide us as we delve deeper now into this subject. Let's pray together. Father in heaven, we are thankful, we are grateful, and we are so thankful that in John 16 we are told that Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. And Lord, we put our trust in him. And we pray that as we discuss on this wonderful and great uh, topic, that you give us clarity, understanding, and that you convict our hearts of truth as well. Lord, lead us and guide us and lead those who are listening and those who will listen later. This we ask in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. And so, dear friend, thank you for tuning in once again. I have this great giveaway today. I'll let you know what it is shortly. But what I want you to do is to uh, uh, stay with us. Um, and I know we live in a fast-paced society, but hey, this uh, today you learn something profound and something amazing. And we want you to actually stay with us uh, because we believe that truth, biblical truth, and spiritual truth is transformational. And the, the Holy Spirit works on both of our hearts. And hence, we are so thankful that you have tuned in. Once again, the number that you need, however, later on, uh, is 4 I can see some people are texting in already, but hey, thank you. Um, but we want to start off with a song by uh, Booth Brothers. It's called The Blind Man. I hope you'll be able to connect some of these dots. But before we could play the song, we just want to let you know actually who is sponsoring this radio program. This program is made possible by the support of Adventist World Radio. And here's the song by Booth Brothers. Enjoy, friends. I was working in town one afternoon Attending some business affairs I heard a commotion a couple streets over and wondered what's happening there. A young man was running from in that direction and stopped just to catch his breath. I asked him to please tell me what was the hurry. He smiled up at me and he said, I was trying to catch the There's no relief to be found 
That very same Jesus had altered the future of a blind man, the deaf and the lame. He is still reaching out in your hour of trouble. One touch and you're never the same. And you'll be trying to catch the crippled man. Did he run past this way? Oh, he was rushing on. Tell everyone what Jesus did today And the youth man was telling myself and the deaf girl He's leaving to answer God's call Oh, it's hard to believe But if you don't trust me Ask the blind man, he saw it all Oh, ask the blind man, he saw it all song welcome back to faith fm you're listening to faith fm draft time program big q a with pastor hugh here in the studio myself is Fab- my name is fabiano nyonghuru and i'm uh, thankful that i uh, uh, could be uh, could host this program and uh, the theme for this week has been is faith more than a crutch for the week uh, however a topic, which is a question, is how did faith function in the ministry of Christ? And so we are continuing on this great uh, uh, theme. And uh, if you have, if you've missed the previous pro, uh, presentations, please do go back and listen to those. But yeah, what a song! Um, ask, yeah, ask the man what he did, right? Ask Jesus what he did. What a wonderful story there of the blind man. Uh, but maybe uh, let me pose the question to uh, Pastor Hugh. Um, what did Jesus do to the blind man? And maybe go on and answer the question, how did faith function in the ministry of Christ? Because I believe uh, in that story we learn something about faith. Yeah. yeah, that's a great question, Fabiana. I'm glad you asked it because uh, there's a number of instances where Jesus does heal people yes. in the Gospels that's right. uh, with many eyewitnesses around yeah. uh, and to the astonishment of those looking on. And and uh, where it was certain disabilities that people had. Yeah. And it wasn't just, by the way, physical disabilities. Sometimes mm. it was uh, foreboding. Sometimes it was yeah. doubt. Other times it was um, uh, it was uh, uh, being held back by by hurts. And, mm. and yet Jesus uh, uh, Jesus was uh, able to bring healing into their life. Now, with, yeah. with the blind man, he was blind. He couldn't see. Yes. He, and what I find interesting about that is that um, the Bible tells us that faith yes. is not just something whimsical, such as, well, right. I believe this, you know, and, and I believe that without any form of evidence whatsoever. The Bible says that faith uh, is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things unseen. That's in Hebrews 11.1. 1. Right. Um, and so faith, biblically, is evidence-based. Amen. And this is the great yeah. thing about the Gospels, is that we've got all these eyewitness accounts of things mm. that happened and occurred at that time. Uh, we don't have time to go into all the evidences that lie behind the Gospels. That's yeah. for some other presentation by someone That's else, right. perhaps. But uh, but in the story of of the blind man, uh, the one that sticks out in my mind, yes. the particular blind man in my mind, is blind Bartimaeus. Right, yeah. You know, this this was uh, someone who, you know, as the name suggests, Bartimaeus, a son of honor. 
Mm, and yet right. he was dishonored by those around him. Yes. Uh, in fact, in the story, and if I got this correct, uh, uh, it's in Mark chapter ten. Ah, <laughs> and okay. So uh, at least that's that's. Is the, it the same in John nine as well? Let me see. I'm trying to. Oh, that's a there. different one. Yes, that's a different that, one. That's a different story. Yes. <laughs> All right, Mark yeah. chapter. <clears throat> Mark chapter ten. Right. Yeah. Sorry to uh, to lead you into a different gospel story there, but that's I, that's all right. That's all right. I particularly like this one uh-huh. uh, because this is a uh, one where he was dishonored by those around him. He was forgotten. He was discarded mm. by the side of the road. People would walk past him. He'd be begging because that's all he could do to to make a subsistence. Right. And uh, he'd be getting the dust of people's and travelers' feet uh, up into his face all the time. Okay. And occasionally the the clinking of coins in his cup. Mm. Uh, but. This man, he heard something. He must have heard that Jesus was passing by, right. uh, Jesus of Nazareth, and he heard things about this Jesus. Okay. And so he begins to call out and to cry out to something and someone he can't see. Oh, wow. That's really yeah. important because, yeah. because faith is the substance of things hoped for. So it's yes. substantive, yes. and yet it's hoped for. Wow. It's the evidence of things, well, and yet it's unseen. Yeah. And wow, so he didn't see yes. uh, that you know that uh, Jesus was there, but he he by faith exactly. believed. There were evidences. People yes. were talking about him. There's a big exactly. crowd passing by. Uh, it would seem evident that Jesus was there, mm. but he could have been wrong. He could have made a fool of himself, and yes. that's what holds so many people back so many times in different walks of life, and especially yes. in the biggest questions of all in a relationship with God. And so here he he calls out and he shouts out, "Jesus, Son of David, have mercy on me!" Yeah. And what do the people do? Oh, oh. shh. Quiet, shut up. Yeah, why, why are you trying to trouble him? Yeah, leave yeah. him alone. Um, and so they're trying to, trying to put him down. They're trying to shush him up. He's an embarrassment. Uh, and then, but what does Jesus do? Hmm. Jesus just simply stops. He doesn't even look around. He's not surprised. Yes. You see, nothing in our life will take Jesus by surprise. Hmm. He stays calm when we're, we're panicking and falling apart. But he, he also uh, is very interested in us. He, he sees us before anyone else. Hmm. His eye is always upon us. So, so Jesus knew he was there. Jesus simply stopped yes. and he said, call him. Amen. You know, I think our listeners, there are many amongst our listeners uh, who are listening into Drive Time Big Q&A, and they're, they're being called. You're being called by God uh, as you listen. And so the people turn around. And suddenly it, it's all changed. Well, they called him and they said, cheer up on your feet. He's calling you and throwing everything else aside. Including his cloak, which he'd held tight to himself, no doubt, as his safety blanket, or as and the only thing between him and a big nasty world. He throws it aside. He jumps to his feet, and he comes to Jesus. Now, that wasn't easy because yeah. he couldn't see where he was going. Exactly. You know? <laughs> <laughs> and so eventually, he comes out. Must have felt like he was in a big open space. Yeah. Maybe, maybe I'm in front of Jesus now. <laughs> and, and Jesus asks him, "What do you want me to do for you?" Wow. You know, yeah. and Jesus asks all of that, asks that question. He says, what, what, what do you want me to do for you? Deep mm. down in your gut, viscerally, at the very heart of your being, yeah. what do you want me to do for you? Wow. And, and we can just simply answer anything to God. Mm. And he is responsive and attentive to our, uh, to our, uh, what we are revealing is most important to us. Yes. And that's the case because we're most important to him. Oh, amen. And amen. so, <clears throat> uh, he simply says, Rabbi, mm. I want to see. Mm. Open my eyes. Yes. And Jesus simply says, go. Your wow. faith has healed you. And immediately Amazing. he receives his sight and he followed Jesus along yes. the road. Mm. So the very first thing he saw when he opened his eyes, of course, was the, the loving face of Jesus that had brought him healing. Mm. And he got to follow Jesus all along the way, all the way to Jerusalem and to the cross, uh, because Jesus was on, on his journey there for all of wow. us. But he wow. had time to stop for one of us. Mm. And, uh, <clears throat> and so faith... 
uh, is is vital in our in, in any relationship. You can't have a relationship without faith and trust. Mm. Without faith and trust, there's no basis to that relationship. That's right. And, and the same is true in our relationship with God. Why should it be any different? Exactly. And and uh, what we see here is that uh, when we have faith in God, <clears throat> despite our circumstances, even uh, in the case where we can't yet see uh, mm. what is in front of us, uh, God will nonetheless take us by the hand. He will yes. lead us along the way, yes. uh, and uh, we can trust him. Wow. Yes. Yeah, that's, that's quite amazing. And mm. I'm just looking at this, uh, you know, here in Mark ten forty six, it actually says that now they came to Jericho, and as they went out of Jericho, and that mm. that kind of caught my attention because there's another story about Jericho, and and uh, and uh, it got me interested to even look into what happened in Jericho. But yeah, but maybe that could be a story for another t- uh, time. But before you, uh, go, before you go on, uh-huh. um, can I just also add there? Because uh, uh, forgive me if I'm I'm wrong here, but I think you might have been thinking maybe we'll go to another question, another story. But but before we do, yes. notice also that he says here, it says here that when he heard it, it was Jesus, he shouted out yes. he was calling out to someone he couldn't see wow yeah. now i don't know about you yeah but if prayer uh-huh. is speaking to someone that you can't yet see yeah uh and and that person is very you're veritably god yes then this is exactly mm. what blind bartimaeus is doing he yes. is praying yes that's right and so uh i would suggest to anyone that's listening in yes. tonight you can't see us <laughs> we can't see you yes but and, and none of us together can uh visually see God just now. But you know mm. what? He is nonetheless there with each one of us. And uh, if we but just pray and call out to the one that is unseen and yet has brought all things that are seen into existence, including you and me, then uh, our relationship can begin. And so faith is indispensable to the Christian. I think it's really important here to note that uh, Jesus is in this story is essentially pointing out, or, or by his actions, is allowing uh-huh. for um, the prayer of faith, if you will, in, yeah. in in a very practical way to be exemplified. Wonderful. Uh, yeah. So I just encourage anyone, yeah. uh, if you're th- if you're wondering about this whole faith journey, yes, begin with prayer. Amen. You begin to see things that you didn't see before. Amen. Now this is great, and thank you once again, uh, Pastor Hugh here. And we see truly a remarkable story of faith. Uh, and once again, I was just reading just briefly because I, something caught my attention there when mm. I I saw that it, you know he was coming out of Jericho, and um, commentators here saying that. Uh, this was not the first time that Jesus went to Jericho, and uh, it's possible that maybe Blunt, you know, uh, Bartimaeus had heard about Jesus, but at this time, mm. and could it be that at this time, for you as well as listening, dear friend, that it is that time as well that actually you stretch out your hand of faith and actually call out to Jesus, mm. just like uh, Pastor Hugh was saying, uh, Blunt Bartimaeus could not see, but had heard. And knew, and there were evidences just, you know, the book of Romans actually tells us that, hey, there's nothing that God hasn't revealed in our hearts. Our hearts testify and cry out to God always as, as our Heavenly Father. Could it be, just, just thought about it, friend, just think about it. Could it be that you too, today, that could be your opportunity as well to stretch out your hand mm. um, and reach out to Jesus? Mm. Yeah, beautiful. Yeah. Love that. Um, and so this could be that moment. That's right. Uh, another story in the Gospels, I think, that uh, really stands out as a story of faith is mm. the story of the centurion and the faith of the centurion. This is a oh, yeah. man who was a, a Roman leader, you know, a Roman of an entire century of soldiers. Yeah. Uh, and it, he was the linchpin. Every yes. centurion was within the Roman legions. Wonderful. Uh, a man of great res- who was respected greatly. Yeah. Uh, and he was also respected, strangely, by uh, yeah. by the Jews of the area as well. He, this was a man who... Yes. 
uh, it would appear uh, was, uh, uh, if we read elsewhere, mm. was someone who uh, was was searching, wanted to have okay. a relationship with God. Yeah. And what I find interesting about this story is that he didn't have evidences. Right. Like Bartimaeus. Oh, right. Yeah, that's okay. interesting. So, you know, you don't need a radio program. Uh, <laughs> that's you, it. you don't need to be prompted necessarily by <laughs> some external uh, source. That's right. Uh, you can just simply reach out. Amen. And, that's right. And in the story of this, the faith of the centurion, we read here that uh, he simply says to Jesus, when Jesus says, Well, shall I come and heal your servant? Mm. Sorry, Pastor Hugh, sorry to interject here. Mm. But for those who might be following online, um, ah. which. Reference. Oh, right. Yeah, very yes. good. So I'm actually reading from Matthew 8. Matthew 8. There you Matthew go, friends. Yes. Yeah, so Matthew 8. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, that's, the, that's the part of the Gospels I'm in. Yeah. yeah. So Matthew's, Matthew 8, right. and, and Jesus says to him in verse 7, Shall uh-huh. I come and heal your servant, or shall I come and heal him? And uh, yeah, the servant was a long way away, back at home. Yes. Jesus was there. Uh, with the centurion, and the centurion says, "Well, look, I don't deserve to have you come under my roof. Yeah. Uh, but just say the word, and my servant will be healed. Mm. For I'm under authority myself, with soldiers under me too. So I tell this one, go, he goes, and that one, come, and he comes. And I say to my servant, do this, and he does it. And when Jesus heard this, he was amazed and said to those follow him, Truly, I tell you, I have not found anyone in Israel with such great faith. Uh, and and then he says later on he says go let it be done just as you believed by faith it would wow. and his servant was healed at that moment in that very hour that, that's powerful isn't it yeah yeah wow. yeah <laughs> uh, so yeah. so this is a story of a of of someone who didn't need to to see the evidence as yet uh, wow. and. Uh, and yet, uh, the healing had already begun. And so, uh, whatever our circumstances, just say, we can just simply say to God, just say the word. So, the centurion had faith in Jesus, right, mm. to be able to do that. And Jesus proved here something about faith in that actually faith is, um, uh, 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 you know, it can, can perform miracles. Yes. And interestingly, too, on the side of the, uh, 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 the, the, the man who was sick, uh, of, of him, the centurion was, you know, inquiring uh, or pleading for. Uh, we see that he was healed, you know, upon a prayer of another uh, um, fellow human being. That's mm. ah, there's a lot mm. in here. Yeah, wow, so, that's so he's actually intervening, interceding, interceding on right. behalf of somebody else. That's amazing, isn't it? Yeah. And, and so our faith doesn't have to be for mm. ourselves. Right. It can be a faith that encompasses others. Mm. And, and we see this all the time. You know, companies are always yeah. telling us, "Hey." Fly with us, uh, <laughs> buy with us, yes. uh, click with us, whatever it happens to be, because yeah. you can trust us mm. uh, wow. until we let you down. But you know what? With with Jesus, he'll never let you down. Wow. And that was certainly true here with the centurion as well. Mm. Um, and so we can intercede on behalf of others, and others can see by our faith and trust in God mm. that they can trust him as well. And, and if, I could, if I may quickly add, um, once again, this is uh, one of those um, amazing stories because the centurion recognizes the power of Jesus uh, uh, because he says, hey, just I, I'm also a man of authority. I tell this mm. person, do this, do that. I trust in your word. And one of the things that I, I, I love about faith is that actually uh, this is this has almost become now my favorite uh, um, definition, I, and I'm not the first one. Obviously, to come up with this. And, you know, people like uh, A.T. Jones, uh, historical figures have you know expanded on this. But but truly, we we see uh, in these uh, in the words of um, uh, the, well the exchange uh, of the words between Christ and the centurion that the centurion truly trusted in God's word mm. to do what. He purposes to do. Yes. So in the, in in another word, in, a, in other words, faith is believing 
that God's word can do, isn't it? Like what? It, yes. What? It, what? Um, you know what he says he will do. Is is that? Would you agree? I'd agree. And furthermore, Amen. that it's not dependent upon us. Exactly. We can yeah. just simply trust in Him. Wow. And, and uh, it's not dependent upon something we say necessarily, mm, or some right. special formula, or some special location. Because right. let's, let's face it here. Yeah. He says, Lord, I don't even deserve to have you come under my roof. Yeah. Now you would think that the geo-specific location right. for that miraculous healing <laughs> that that would be happening in the house where exactly. the servant was, yeah. and he get to be a part of it, all of yeah. them together. Yeah. But you know what? God is God is arm arm is not too short. Yeah. You know, it doesn't matter where you are or where the other person is. That's right. Um, you know, God can mm. be involved in any place at any time and can That's bring amazing. about bring about the change and the transformation and healing that uh, that we can't bring about ourselves. Wow. That's beyond us. But uh, you know, it's never beyond us to trust. Wow. Amen. For some of us, though, it's difficult to trust. Oh, I, yeah. I understand oh, yeah. that, and I, I've been there myself. Yes. yes. Uh, and uh, that was certainly true for some some others in various other gospel stories. Uh, yeah. as well. Mm. Mm. Wow. We, we might have to quickly Mine's take a, on, a yes. short breakfast here because <laughs> I'm, I'm enjoying this and, and mm. I'm, I thank God because there's a lot that I'm learning myself and I Sure, those who are following online are also learning, but hey, some of you are leaving us hanging here because uh, we were hoping to get a text or two just so we can know that there is someone out there listening. But hey, it's not too late. Uh, dear friend, please uh, let us know where you're listening from. Uh, the number is 04888 Or maybe let me go a bit slower. 04888 <laughs> Eight or eight eleven. So we'd love to hear where you're listening from, uh, and uh, let's just quickly take a short break as we meditate and think about what we have just uh, learned, um, and uh, we'll be back uh, shortly. When your life gets harder and the world gets worse, Jesus has the answers. Do you need the hope that Jesus will bring into your heart? What about your friends, family, or workmates? Faith FM's free offer for you today is a life-changing book called The Great Controversy, filled with stories of hope and encouragement that are guaranteed to draw you closer to Jesus. To receive your free copy of The Great Controversy, go to faithfm.com.au or call us on 1-800-FAITH-FM. That's 1-800-324-843. And so, dear friend, we have also, on top of this free offer, The Great Controversy, a wonderful book, we also have today's now free offer from uh, the Draft Time Program, which is the uh, the book, um, the Bible, but with additional study guides by Mark Finley. But let me tell you how to get that shortly after the song. Please listen to this wonderful song about faith, a song which I believe uh, you are going to love and, and enjoy. So here, here comes the song. So stay with us. We'll be back.
to Faith FM Draft Time friend wow what a song and I'm so delighted to be able to inform you how to get this free offer a book the Bible in the New, uh, the New King James Version but with study guides and study helps by Mark Finley a well known evangelist and you know the Bible actually says in Romans 10 
17, I believe. It says that faith cometh by hearing, mm. hearing the word of God. And this is a wonderful resource, friend. And if you have one at home, well, best to start reading it. If you haven't been reading it for a while, and if you've been, if you've been reading it, hey, praise God. But here's an opportunity for you to have a free offer. Uh, and uh, we are so thankful. So if you want to claim this free offer, all you have to do is send us a code word, SA103, so SA103, to the number which I uh, shared with you earlier, which is, once again, 0488-808-11. Once you do that, the Faith FM board will reply asking for the necessary details, and then we'll be able to ship that to you mail that or drop that uh, that into your mailbox and so forth. So we are thankful that uh, you uh, have tuned in and that you're claiming this offer. But before we can conclude, we'd like to hear, Pastor Hugh, uh, is there any more you'd like to share uh, just in the few minutes that we have before we wrap this up? Yeah, sure. <clears throat> so, so Fabiano and listeners, I think uh, one story that stands out to me as, as a story of faith in the Gospels is the story uh, that's found in Mark chapter 2. Right. And so in Mark chapter 2, Jesus, uh, uh, we read here, has come back to Capernaum, the place of his ministry. Uh, it was That was his local church, you could say, or his local synagogue yeah. uh, uh, for much of his ministry there in, in Galilee. And the people heard he was home. They gathered in such large numbers. That there was no room left, wow. not even outside the door, and okay. he preached the word to them. And so, in other words, mm. there was no room left. Right. And sometimes we hear about, oh, well, there's there's uh, an opportunity, uh, but we think, well, that's better for someone else. Uh, mm. Maybe it's not for me. Uh, it's better for someone else. I, you know, I, I don't measure up to that. Or, or perhaps perhaps there's a, a prize draw that opens up, right? right and and right. we think, well, you know, uh, all I have to do is just register and 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 I win. But ah, uh, you know, there'll be so many people going for the same prize. Uh, mm. There's no point. Mm. Uh, I won't win that. No. Um, and and likewise in a relationship with God, we see other people pressing in right. to God through Jesus Christ. Yeah. And we think, well, there's no room left. There's no room for me. Yeah. Uh, and and yet what we find here is that uh, with the paralyzed man in that place, uh, some men came bringing this paralyzed man, carried by four of them, and since they couldn't get him into Jesus because of the crowd, they made an opening in the roof above him by digging through it and then lowered the mat the man was lying on. Mm. And when Jesus saw their faith, notice their faith. Their faith. Not yeah. just his faith, wow. their faith. When we when we have no faith to even move, yeah. when we we uh, have uh, we think, well, there's no, I can't uh, go another step further, mm. uh, sometimes it's just the faith of others around us yeah. or in combination with us. And, and when he sees their faith, he says to the paralyzed man, son, your sins are forgiven. Wow. And, and what's interesting about this is that uh, in Luke's gospel in chapter 5, it says that the power of the Lord was with Jesus to heal the sick. It was there in the very room around mm. them. And and there were people in that room who, the, the teachers, the, the leaders of the time who were saying, who's this guy who thinks he can forgive sins? Only God can do that. This is blasphemy. They weren't ready and opened their hearts to receive forgiveness themselves. Yeah. Um, but wow. uh, but by faith, we, what we find at the end of this story uh-huh. is that uh, by faith, yes. uh, he received not just healing, but forgiveness. Because Jesus goes on to point out, he says, to those who are thinking these things about him, he says, why are you thinking like that? Mm. Which is easier to do, to say to this paralyzed man, your sins are forgiven, or to mm. say, get up, take your mat, and walk? Wow. But I want you to know that the Son of Man has authority on earth to forgive sins. Yes. And so he told him, get up, take your mat, and go home. And he did just that in front of all of them, and they just were amazed. We've never seen anything like this. And so many things we can learn from this, but just a couple of quick thoughts. And one of them is this. Maybe it's 
uh, the burden of our guilt. Mm. Maybe it's the weight of shame. Yeah. Maybe it's uh, remorse. Maybe it's something we did to someone. Yeah. Maybe it's an unresolved issue between us and someone else or them and us. Mm. Uh, something is holding us back yeah. from our, uh, or causing doubt to form in our mind and shrink back from God and say, well, it's too late for me. There's no room for someone like me. And Jesus is saying, come. Amen. Just trust me on this one. Yeah. I'm going to forgive you. All you need to do is to say, uh, I trust you and I'm, I'm, I'm opening up my life to you and that's what I most need from you is forgiveness mm. and, and, and just openly confess the need for forgiveness yeah. and he, you will be forgiven. There is no weight of past regrets and mistakes that can come between us and Jesus. Amen. Um, and so wow. just trust him on that one and uh, he's got your back. So, yes. so really important, Jesus is also teaching us in a practical way here about the importance of faith to leave the past behind yeah. and to walk when before we were paralyzed with fear, paralyzed with uh, uh, with shame and remorse, yeah. and now we can actually walk into the future that God has in mind and in store for us. Praise God. Mm. Wow. Um, so uh, another story that uh, that comes to mind here, there's so many of them. I'm actually uh, mm-hmm. just uh, uh, going through a catalog in my mind. Yeah, no, that's <laughs> but, good. But uh, another one is uh, in Matthew chapter 9. Right. If you've got your Bible, so you might like to check this one out. Yes. Uh, and again, blind men. Blind men were following Jesus. Um, and he says, do you believe that I'm able to, to give you sight, hey, to do this? Right. Yes, Lord, they said. Then he touched their eyes and he said, according to your faith, let it be done to you. And their sight was restored. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, I guess, sorry, Pastor Hugh, yes. I'm just, I wanted to put it this way. Mm. The question obviously was how did faith function in the ministry of Christ? And we've yeah. seen so many stories mm. that really highlights this. So would you say also that we see um, faith being uh, the uh, the prerequisite mm. uh, that, that Jesus puts out there or at least highlights to one, I guess, being uh, 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 healed or uh, being liberated in mm. many ways, spiritually, of course, being the primary reason, uh, and actually, you know, uh, I guess benefiting, benefiting from uh, all that which God can do for you, especially, you know, faith being that un- unlocking uh, thing within mm. the ministry of Christ. It, it, would you say that that's the the thing that we are seeing, I guess, we are carrying throughout these stories. Yes, is yeah. faith and belief is not just some faith sort of mental yeah. acknowledgement, recognition, right. or affirmation or assent. It's not any right. of those things. Right. Uh, so much as it is uh-huh. every practical acceptance of a relationship with Jesus. That's right. Uh, and stepping out by faith to do that, mm. but in trusting in Him when we, when there's a, a seemingly at least in our mind, yes, uh, and perhaps due to our past experiences and hurts and traumas, there's yes. a gap that opens up between us and others, and perhaps even. More also between us and God. Mm. You know, if there's a gap between us and those around us that we can see, how much more so with the one we, that we are yet to see? And, and these mm. two men, they were blind, and, and, and yet they call out to him, and Jesus says this startling statement, according to your faith, let it be done to you. Wow. So, so God sees our need, yes, and that is important to him. Yes. He sympathizes with our needs, and he, yes. he, he helps us. Uh, but, but what's even more so is that God doesn't just respond to our need. He responds even mm. more so to our faith. 
Wow. And so uh, uh, there is no prioritization with God. Okay, okay, your need is greater than this person's <laughs> need or whatever else. But instead, simply trust me, have faith in me, and Amen. I'll be right there. Even if just if you whisper my name, I will come running. Uh, so uh, so we can have faith and trust in God in that way. And, and one other quick thought, just yes. one last one here, is in Mark 9, uh, the story of a boy possessed by an impure spirit. Hmm. Uh, he's writhing around on the ground, and his father says um, to uh, – says. If you if you can do anything, take pity on us and help us. And Jesus says, if you can, <laughs> if you can, wow. everything <laughs> is possible <laughs> for the one who believes. That's amazing. That's an important yeah. principle yeah. of the spiritual yeah. uh, and Christ-led life. Wow. Everything is possible for the one who has faith or who believes. Amen. Uh, and so immediately the boy's father exclaims, I do believe. Help me <laughs> overcome my unbelief. Wow. And so even when wow. you have doubts and unbelief, mm. bring them to God as well Yes, and, and trust him with those, and he will count that as belief as well. Amen. Believing in him and, sitting, and, and even as we have other things which weigh upon us and cause us to, to maybe doubt in some way, bring that to God too because there's nothing that he cannot do. Amen. Thank you so much, Pastor Hugh. And it's been a wonderful time uh, really here on Faith FM Draft Time Program, just learning from Scripture as we are, you know, as we are being uh, led and guided by the Holy Spirit, but working through Pastor Hugh, uh, who expounded Scriptures unto us, and we are so thankful and grateful. Now, friend, just as we close, remember Hebrews 11 verse 1, Now, faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Remember blind Bartimaeus, who cried out and saying, Son of David, have mercy on me. Could that be you? Or the centurion who said, Lord, only speak a word. Could that be you as well? Mm. Have faith in God, dear friend. Jesus cares for you. Have faith in God. And as we're about to pray, I'd just like to invite you even to tomorrow's program, which will we'll, we'll, we'll ask the Ask, ask and answer the question, how does faith change contemporary, contemporary life? What a word. Uh, so, friend, I invite you to think and pray with me. Let us pray together. Father in heaven, we are thankful and we are grateful that you invite us in a relationship and on a journey with you. Uh, sometimes we may have doubts. Sometimes we may struggle to trust. But Lord, we have seen how faith worked in the life uh, and ministry of Christ and it was, it was a prerequisite and it still is if we are to, um, I guess grasp, if I could put it this way, if we could, if we are to grasp the hand of Christ and remain firm and steady, uh, in this journey and in this relationship, we really have to believe and have faith, not just a mental ascent. And so we pray that you may help us and guide us. Some of us are crying out, Son of David, have mercy upon me. Others are saying, Lord, just speak a word. And Lord, we pray that you may bless those who are listening, those who will listen after, and help all of us, Father, to have faith in God because he cares for us. This we ask in Jesus' name. Mm. Amen. Amen. This program has been made possible by the support of Adventist World Radio. Tis so sweet to trust in Jesus Just to take Him at His word Just to rest upon His promise Just to know 
Thus saith the Lord Jesus, Jesus, how I trust Him How I proved Him o'er and o'er Jesus, Jesus, precious Jesus Trust Him more. Tis so sweet to trust in Jesus. Tis so sweet to trust in Jesus. Just to take Him at His word. Just to rest upon His promise. Just to know the Savior. Jesus